Take the Bible affirmation together, everybody. Say with me, this is my Bible. It is God's inerrant and unchanging word. It is my most valuable earthly possession. A lamb unto my feet and a light unto my path. I hide these words in my heart that I might not sin against God. The Bible is God talking to me personally. I therefore listen to it carefully and do it fully. And I internalize it in my life by doing these four things. Know it in my head by diligent study. Store it in my heart by memorization and meditation. Show it in my life by doing his teachings and sow it in my world by being a witness hereafter. I will never be the same. Never, never, never. In the name of Jesus, for his glory and honor, both now and forevermore. Amen. Please, you may be seated. God bless you. Glory be to God. We all welcome to church today in the name of the Lord. Please, I want you to look at somebody beside you and tell him or her, I'm glad you're in church today. You're welcome in the name of the Lord. I am privileged to sit beside you because I know I'm seated by royalty. You are a king and you are a priest. I know by the word of God that you are headed to the tops. So look at me well so that I will not need too much protocol when you are up there because you are going by the power of the almighty. Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. During Easter, one of the things I ministered to us, apart from the life of Joseph of Arimathea, was that God gave us gifts, goodwill gifts, I call them, as a result of the finished work that Jesus accomplished on our behalf. The Bible says in Acts chapter 3 verse 38 that he gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit. In Romans chapter 6 verse 23 we're told there that he gave us the gift of eternal life. So if somebody asks you what did Jesus do for you? It's not just that he died for my sins and saved my soul. Beyond salvation of the soul, he did much more for us. The third thing he gave us, according to Romans chapter 5 verse 17, was the gift of righteousness. Righteousness is the nature of God. It is because you are righteous that you can live holy. You don't get more righteous in order to be holy. Righteousness is your nature. Just like it's the nature of the dog to bark. The nature of the cow to eat grass. Just like it's the nature of the bird to fly. The nature that you have is God's nature, which is righteousness. The rightness of God. 
As a result of that, you can live right. You don't live right to be righteous. No. It's a gift that God has given you. As if that was not enough. He gave us the gift of his life. He gave us his nature. Then he turned around and gave us the gift of his life. Eternal life. The life of God. There are many dimensions involved in that life. And by the grace of God, one of these days will take these gifts one by one and visit them in a closer manner. The one we want to talk about, we started talking about last week, was the gift of the Holy Spirit. Jesus gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit. Oh God, through Christ, gave us the gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God. Jesus said in John 14, 10, the works that I do, don't think I'm the one that's doing it. It is my Father that is in me. The Father that is in him was the Holy Spirit. And so by the Holy Spirit, he lived his life in a powerful way, in an impactful way, in a very victorious way. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he stood and declared that the prince of this world has come to me and he found nothing. And when he was leaving, he said, I'll pray the Father to send you another comforter, one in the same fashion as me. The gift of the Holy Spirit. Jesus was introducing the Holy Spirit to us. Uh, we started last week from John chapter 14, 16 to 18. Today I want to go a step further. John chapter 16. I'll read from verse 7 and then read 12 to 15 from the New Living Translation. These are just intro of the Holy Spirit. Verse 7. It says, but in fact, it is best for you that I go away. Why is it best that you should go away? We would look at it briefly later. It says, because if I don't go, the comforter, the advocate won't come. If I do go away, then I will send him to you. Listen to verse 12, what is said about man and the comforter. He said, there is so much more, so much more I want to tell you, but you cannot bear it. There is so much more. There is so much more I want to tell you, but you cannot bear it. It's not that they are hard of hearing, but they don't have the capacity to receive what he desires, even at that time, to tell them. By their, the reason of their insufficiency in capacity, he was limited. He himself is not limited. But he was limited because of the apostles or disciples' inability to receive what he gave, what he wants to give. That suggests to me that the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit that we are talking about, this gift that God gave us was a gift or is a gift that comes into our lives and expands our capacity. That gift of the Spirit comes to our lives and effects a vessel change. That gift of the Holy Spirit comes into our lives 
and enables us to understand he's the agency of light he's God's agency of revelation he's God's agency of power and that is why he took time to introduce the Holy Spirit to us it means that without the spirit of God my capacity is limited for example in the place of prayer he comes in to help me take sides with me against my infirmity. In a place of prayer, as a result of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I can pray the mind of God on things pertaining to my life or things pertaining to others that he will want me to pray about. I can speak to God at the highest level possible and communicate without hindrance by the Spirit of God. He expands my capacity in the place of prayer. He gets to a point in the dimension of prayer as I begin to pray, even pray in the Spirit. The Bible says that He comes in as we pray. He Himself does it. He begins to take over to pray on our behalf with groanings that cannot be uttered. I can decide to speak in tongues, but I cannot decide to groan. Is the exclusive preserve of the Holy Spirit as I yield myself to him. I have much to tell you. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. If we were left without the Holy Spirit, all we would have known about what Jesus did for us would have been what was recorded in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. We would have thought that he just came to die for us, that's all. And would have missed out on God's great revelations of who the church is, what the church is meant to do, and how the church is meant to do it. Thank God for the spirit of revelation. If Jesus was hindered as a result of the inability of the apostles at that time to receive and understand what he said, he got limited, he got hindered. Don't you think the same thing is happening in your life and in my life today? That we are, even though the hand of the Lord is not short to bless, but we have constrained him, we have made his hand short in our lives because of our inability to walk with the Spirit. Beloved of God, that is why all of us here, hearing me, whether online or on site, you must make a pursuit in your heart, or in your life, the pursuit of a vibrant, dynamic relationship with the Holy Spirit. Because it takes you to a world of endless possibilities. The Spirit of God. Hear what he said concerning him in verse 13. He says, when the Spirit of truth comes, meaning he's the Spirit of truth, he says, he will guide you unto all truth. He does not force. He guides. He guides. There's a principle I saw there, the principle of yielding, in which in the course of this series I'm going to talk about. He said, he guides us unto all truth. He will not speak of his own, but he will tell you what he has heard. What he has heard. What he has heard about God's plans, God's purpose for your life. God's plan, God's purpose for your city. He's not a busybody. He does not engage in small talks. He will not tell you something about another unless to help build that person up. He will not go into discuss whether Arsenal will win or not. That is not his interest. His interest is to glorify Christ. 
And in glorifying Christ, he has to work in your life and in through his church, thereby impacting the world. He says this, verse 14. Oh, he says, part of verse 13. He said, he will tell you about the future. He will tell you. Future as it affects you. Future as it affects God's plan, God's purpose for your life, for your business, for your marriage, for your family, for his church, for your city. He will tell you. Verse 14. He says, he will bring me glory by telling you whatever he receives from me. Whatever he receives from me. And he added something there, verse 15. All that belongs to the Father is mine. If you go back to verse 14, it means it will bring glory to me by telling you all that the Father has, which is mine. He says, this is why I said the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. That statement, we can stay there for another week. But for the sake of time, let's just move on. You notice in his introduction of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, he never presented him as a force or a mystic force. He never presented him as an it, it, it. Even though he's a spirit, but he has a personality. Even though he's a spirit, he feels, he speaks, he deals. It shows that by the use of personal pronoun, it shows that the Holy Spirit, even though we don't see him, is a person. Is a person. He comforts. He comforts. And so it becomes important that we get to understand this for our own sake and for our own walk in this Christian race. Three attributes of the Spirit I want to quickly lay emphasis on right now for our sake so that we know. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 14. He is described as the eternal Spirit. The eternal Spirit. He says, how much more shall the blood of Christ whom who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. When we say something is eternal, we are saying it is beyond time. It is far above the limitations of time. Time has no bear over what is eternal. He said Jesus offered himself by the eternal spirit unto God and purges us. By eternal, therefore, it means that the sins of the past, the issues of the past, whether bloodline issue or sins or whatever, the issues of the past, he has dealt with them. Issues of the present, issues of the future. So if a man dies now and goes to hell, it is not because of sin. Because the blood of Jesus has been offered to deal with the sin problem. A man dies and goes to hell today because he has rejected God's avenue for salvation. 
There is nothing God can do about that. He has made his plans clear. But what is our response to this plan? The spirit of God is eternal. The sacrifice of Jesus took care of your yesterday. He is taking care of your today. And he will take care of your tomorrow. That should give you confidence. He is eternal. He has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So, you are in a state or in a situation where you feel challenged. I want you to know this. Because the beginning of seeing in John chapter 14 verse 17 that we talked about last week is you knowing this fact that I'm telling you about. That the Holy Spirit is eternal. He has addressed issues concerning your past. He is addressing issues concerning the present. And he will definitely be there to take care of issues concerning your tomorrow. Quickly, because of time. The next thing, attribute of the Holy Spirit I want to draw our attention to. Is that he said to be omnipresent. Omnipresent. When we say something is omnipresent, it means that he is fully in one place, fully complete. And at the same time that he's fully in Lagos here, yeah, he's fully in Calabar, he's fully in Uyo, he's fully in Asaba, he's fully in uh, Johannesburg, he's fully in Nairobi, he's fully in Asia, he's fully in New York. At the same time, he can be talking to you now and talk to another person elsewhere on a completely different, unrelated matter because he's he all, uh, all what present, he's present everywhere. Hear what the Bible describes of him Jeremiah 23, verse 23 to 24. This was God's statement about himself. Jeremiah 23, 23 to 24. He said, Am I God who is only close at hand? Says the Lord. No. I am far away at the same time. Verse 24. Can anyone hide from me in a secret place? Am I not everywhere in all the heavens and the earth? Said the Lord. Hear what David said by the Holy Spirit concerning him. In Psalm 139 verse 7 to 12. It says, Whither shall I go from your spirit? Did you hear that introduction? Whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend unto the heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the utmost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me. Thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely, the darkness shall cover me. Even the night shall be light about me. He says, yes, the darkness hideth not from thee. But the night shineth as day. The darkness and the light are both alike to thee. By the spirit of God. Beloved, here the scripture makes it clear that it is through his spirit that God makes himself present everywhere fully and at the same time. If that is the case, therefore, beloved of God, why are you afraid? Why are you shaking when you are alone? When it appears that you don't even feel his presence? 
when it appears that the, the world is falling on you, when it says it's present everywhere, why is it so important we must know this? I'll come to it very shortly. Why is it important? You must know. You must know that he's eternal. You must know. It's not about I feel. No, 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 no. You must know that he is eternal. You must know that he's omnipresent. Because these things are required for your walk of victory and your walk of power. It's extremely important. The third aspect of the Spirit of God or attribute of the Spirit of God that I want to quickly point our attention to today is the fact that the Bible describes him as omniscient. He that knows all things. Hear how the scripture describes him. I read from Matthew chapter 10, verse 26, 29 to 30. It says, And not two sparrows sold for a farthing, and one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. Verse 30, verse 30. Can we read together? Can you focus on verse 30 alone at this time? Verse 30. Everybody read. But the very hairs of your head are all what? Why didn't he say they are counted? Why didn't he say they are counted? They are numbered because he cares for you very affectionately. For example, if on my head now, I have air. Let's say I have 15,000 air strands on my head right now. You know it's 15,000. If one, I pluck now, and I'm holding it, and there's a counter that comes to count, he would say, oh, he has 1,000, I mean 14,999 strands of air. Where is the one that is missing? Do you know now, on your phone, you can download an app that you can use to count. When you face it in a particular direction and just take the photograph of the direction, instantly it will tell you how many human beings or how many entities, stock people use this a lot now. How many stock, how many items you have there. Once you snap it, it, the answer will be there. And it has been found to be correct. It's as a result of artificial intelligence. If human beings can develop that, how much more the almighty God, the father of all knowledge. Beloved of God, I take this air out and I go to elder, take one from him. Go to my brother here, take another. And go to my brother here, take another. And we mix it together. We say, pick your own there. Maybe my brother alone is the one that will know the one he has picked, his own. Elder will know too because of the colors. The rest of us may not be able to. But the almighty God knows. Not only does he know whose heir is at a point, he also knows that um, the one I picked from my heir was the one located at this sector and it is 12,487 heir, strand of heir on my head. He knows the exact number. Why? Because he cares about you. If this God cares about you so much, then why are you frightened when there is this sudden noise? Why are you frightened? Because you see some cockroaches 
going in order. Seven of them. Go, 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 go. Worst case, some of us is even in the dreams we see them. And you wake up, they have come again, they have come again, they have come again. You are so conscious of them because you are not conscious of the power that is in you. For greater is he that is in you than he that is where in the world. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Even what? Your faith. Why? The greater one is inside me. Are you listening to me? He said when you come before a troop and they have equipment more than you and they are coming to fight, he said don't be afraid because the Lord your God is with you and he goes ahead of you. Do you know this? If you know this, why are you saying hey, why is my own like this? It's because you are not conscious of who you are and what God has deposited inside you. If you just know that he's eternal spirit, he does not go on transfer, he does not die. Are you with me? Hey, when my father was at, ah, my mother, I miss you. If my, in the days of my mother, ah, she would have known what to do. I have had such, I have men, I have had men say it. Ah, my mother, oh, oh, you are doing this to me because my mother is not around. Ah, who is it that puts his trust in man? He is the eternal spirit. He does not go on transfer. He does not sleep. He does not die. And God says he is with you permanently. Only if you understand, you will not quake like men. You know that you are highly fortified. You know that you are well defended. You are well provided for by God. If you know that he knows all things, beloved of God, even what you don't know will not scare you. Because what is an accident to you is something that he has known already. Why? Because he's the God that was at the beginning. And while you are still here, he's also already at the end at the same time. So it may surprise you, but it does not surprise him. Because he knows that at this point there will be a roadblock, he has made provision for it. That is why if you are connected with him, it's very easy. But before even you get there, he would have been telling you, slow down, slow down, look at this, look at that, look at that. He will be speaking with you. The problem is this. Most of us, we don't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Please come and sing that song I requested of you. What a friend we have in Jesus. Quickly, the time, quickly, quickly, quickly. If I'm to go by this time, I have no minutes, have you? But I know that uh, if I go that one, I have five minutes. Good. Let's make good use of the five minutes. Quickly. Amen. I want you to listen to this song. And see how we, 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 we put ourselves in trouble. And see how we miss God's best for our lives. Praise the Lord.
said, stop. Stop. We have the privilege of the omnipotent one in us. We have the privilege of the omniscient one in us. We have the privilege of the eternal one in us. Why do we forfeit that privilege? Because we have been trained to think that every man is for himself. Forgetting that God has said, I am sending you a helper. I am sending you an advocate. I am sending you somebody that will undertake for you. A standby. We get ourselves into this trouble because we don't know. We don't have an acquaintance with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is not one of those Christian cliches. The Holy Spirit is the reality of the Christian life. Are you listening to me, church? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. You have the benefit of... You you shouldn't walk with your heads bowed. You should walk with your head straight. I have made mistakes, so what? I have made mistakes, so what? He knew that I was going to make that mistake. When he created man and left him in the garden of... He knew that man was going to sin. And he had sacrificed the lamb. Even the devil did not know that Jesus was already sacrificed. Even the mistakes you are going to make tomorrow, he had made provisions for it. Why? He's the Alpha and the Omega. You are still in 10 kilometers of the journey. And he's already, he's not only at the 100th kilometer, he's also at the beginning. He's also here. But what is the problem? Why are we living like chickens when we are meant to be eagles? It is because we don't know the power that is in us. Why don't we know the power that is in us? Because like we said last week, you are not yet aware. Because you are not aware, you cannot discern. Because you cannot discern, you can't acknowledge. Because you can't acknowledge, you cannot experience. In order for you to learn to experience this, you must begin to develop a vibrant relationship with the Spirit of God. And it doesn't look. It doesn't matter if I feel so dry. I've been trying to pray. My prayer, uh, I'm sure my prayer is not passing this ceiling. I've been this, I've been all those religious things. It's because you don't know the power base that is in you. It's because you don't know. If you know that you have a trunk, a direct line to God, you won't stay in a situation and say, I'm feeling dry. I don't know what to do. You don't know what to do because you don't know the word of God. Let me tell you what to do. Try it when you are at your driest moment. Open to Ephesians chapter 5, everybody. The spirit of God is the spirit of life. He's been given to us to live a victorious life. He's been given to us for victory. He's been given to us for us to win all the time. Because he's the master strategist. He's the one that was in Jesus. When they came to ask him about the tax... They said, if he say, pay to Caesar, we catch him. He says, don't pay, we'll catch him. They brought the woman that was caught in adultery. He says, they thought, if he says, don't do anything to her, we have caught him. Because he's breaking the law of Moses. If he says, stone her, we have also caught him. Because he's breaking the words of the prophets. Do you understand me? They put him in that situation, not knowing that there is a wisdom that comes from above. And that wisdom is inside you. Why do we get to the problems we get into? Because we have not built a relationship with the spirit. 
You don't wait for trouble before you build strength. No, 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 no. You build strength ahead of trouble. This war that is happening in Ukraine, America, for example, they are planning for whatever scenario that will happen in year 2050. They have already planned ahead. If human beings have that capacity, beloved of God, how much more our God? Is somebody listening to me today? Ephesians chapter 5, please, verse 17. How do I activate, how do I give room to the workings of the Holy Spirit in my life? Listen to what he says. He says, wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. You are feeling dry. Even to pray in tongues, you can't even pray. You don't know what to do. Beloved of God, the key is in the scriptures. Let's go to the next verse quickly. We are reading to verse 19. Quickly. He says, and be not drunk. He's talking about control now. Be not controlled by wine. Where in excess? But what? Be filled with the spirit. How do I then get filled with the spirit? Verse 19. He says what? Speaking to who? To yourselves. In what? In psalms. In hymns. And spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to God. The key to awakening, to charging your spirit. The Bible says they were filled with the spirit. The key to charging your spirit, to awakening the fullness of the spirit in your life lies in your mouth and in your heart. By chance, your heart is empty. Pick up the Bible. It says psalms and spiritual hymns. That is, thank God for the days we are living today. Everybody here has a smartphone. The smartphone has external capacities. You can buy a memory card and put in there. You can save your items on the cloud. There is Dropbox. There are all kinds of uh, uh, cloud storage devices, are, uh, opportunities are available. Google, uh, what's Google what? Google Drive is there. Many, many other things. Box, there. Many things. A lot of them give free, 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 free. One of the things you must do for the sake of your spiritual life is to create a playlist. Your playlist of songs may be different from mine. The songs that move you, there are some songs that when they start like this, you forget about what is happening around you. You are hooked up. Those are the songs you should have in your playlist. Those are songs that should be handed to you. You know them. Prepare for war before then. You are driving. Connect your Bluetooth. Begin to play. Begin to play and hum along. Sing along. Sing along. You don't know what to do. Open the scripture and begin to read. You can even buy scriptures in digital form and put it there and begin to play. The Bible says, speaking to yourself. Your mouth is important to the feeling of the spirit. It is like the cord and the head that you plug to charge your phone. Are you listening to me? You are walking around and you begin to sing. And you begin to sing. Ten minutes ago, you were very dry. You started singing, it's not going to change. You force yourself, you keep singing. You keep singing. At a point, another song comes. At a point, a scripture comes. Before you know it, you begin to declare, I am the righteousness of God in me. Jesus has been made. You see, these things will begin to come. As they begin to come, begin to give vent to them. Give vent to them. Give vent to them. After a while, your spirit will soar. Are you listening to me? It's not the time to look for somebody to pray for you. Don't do that. Don't do that. 
Wind yourself. Many years ago, we used to have this generator here. And how many of us remember the LRO generator? You wind, 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 wind. When it begins, you throw it into gear. Once it can enter gear, it begins to run. But God help you if it doesn't enter gear. Are you with me? It can be very stubborn at times. Amen. But when it enters and there is fuel, it can go on and on and on. The human spirit, by the spirit of God, have been given that capacity. Beloved, you are a winner. You are a champion. The design. You see, the stuff that is inside you. What is inside you, eh? Ah! The technology that is inside you. The world has not seen it yet. That's why he said, eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard. Neither has it entered into the heart of man what God has prepared for those that love him. Even in the place of prayer, he said at times we don't know how to pray like we should, but he comes in to undergird us. Yours is to make yourself available. Yours is to know how to tune the right frequency. And I'm giving you the right frequency today. If you know the spirit of God as eternal, beloved of God, you will be bold like a lion. You will not be afraid. You are, you, some of us have not gone to our villages because you are afraid the last time you went there, you came back to Lagos. Hey! Hey! May you never see such a time again. Beloved of God, this is time for you to go back. Oh yes, this is the time. Especially when there is a reason for you to go and the spirit of God gives you liberty to go. You go there. I come in the name of the Lord. Mara, Baba. Those people that you were afraid of shaking before, you go to them and you look at them eyeball to eyeball. I shake you in the name of the Lord. As you are shaking him, we are inside you. The torrents are flowing. Madaka, He will leave you, especially if he comes with an opposing spirit. Oh, I have been in a place before. I knew it was a dangerous place. But I had to be there. And when I got there, and I sat down, somebody said, when you go there and they give you a seat, look at it very well. I don't need to look at it very well. Because Colossians chapter 4 verse 12 tells me that whatever I do, I do it in the name of the Lord. So when I got there, inside me, when they were pointing to the seat, I just said, Father, thank you. I sit in the name of the Lord Jesus. I sat down and I got up. They were looking at me. They were looking at me. I said, the more you look, the less you see. Because greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Look, no witch has the technology that you have. The problem is this, that we don't know how to use it. The Americans gave Ukrainians so much weapons. But you know, they had to train them to use those weapons. Even now, they are still learning. They have not perfected it. The day they perfect the use of some special hot wizards that America and France gives them, according to the report of the experts, Russia will be in trouble. Unfortunately, it could take time for them to perfect it. But even the presence of it is making them to be very careful. Beloved of God, do you know the devil and his agents, they are afraid of you. That's why they want to kill you now, before you know the truth. But you are not dying. You are not dying. You are not dying. I say you are not dying. You are not dying. I speak by the spirit of prophecy today. You are not dying. Wherever you are now, the Lord will be your light. Anybody
somebody that has circled the calendar, circled the calendar, and said, This is the day they are fixed. I speak by the God of heaven. I speak by the God of heaven. The sun shall not smite you by day, nor the moon by night, in the name of Jesus. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Let it fall like rain. Let it fall like rain. They will know that there is an exemption. Are you listening to me? Why is it so? Because the word of God says so. You are heavily fortified. Get to know who you are. Get to know. Even people that didn't have the Holy Spirit inside them. They will stand and say rejoice not over me my enemy. For when I fall I shall rise. When I sit in darkness the Lord shall be my light. How much more you that have become the light of the world. What do I need to do? Switch on the light. If there is no power, maybe there is no public supply, you know where the generator is. Ephesians chapter 5 from verse 17 to verse 19. Do you understand me? The unfortunate thing is that a lot of us are so lazy today simply because we have been used to this consumer uh, Christianity in which you expect man of God pray for me, man of God see for me, man of God dance for me, man of God shit for me. Oh, no, 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 no. Be your man of God. Because out of Zion, the Bible says, what will happen? Saviors shall come out of Zion. And you are that savior for your family. Lift up your hands and bless the Lord. Lift up your hands and bless the Lord. You are heavily fortified. You are heavily fortified. Ask the Lord to open your eyes. Everybody, when you get home, begin to pray. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 and 18 for yourself. Ephesians chapter 3, from verse 16 to verse 20. Begin to pray. Colossians chapter 1, from verse 9 and 10. Pray them into your spirit. Pray them. All those Pauline prayers, pray them. Because it will help you to be fruitful in all your work with God. No more, no more, no more loss. No more by the Spirit of God. God forbid you go to sleep and somebody says he wants to sleep with you. Fire! Out of you will burn that person. And he won't come again. He wears a mask to come near you. By the Spirit of God, you lift it and say, You, children, what is this about? Lift up your hands, begin to pray at this time. If you can pray in tongues, pray in tongues at this time. You are here, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. This is a, brethren, keep praying or pray your own. This is a good opportunity for you to give your life to Jesus. I'd like to pray for you. There is contention in your office. You know what to do. Put the word of God in play. As they move from nation to nation, from kingdom to kingdom, he suffered no man to do them wrong. Yea, he reproved kings for their sake, saying, touch not my anointed, and do my prophets no harm. What are you doing? Your mouth and your heart. Your mouth and your heart. Those of us that want to give our lives to Jesus, pray with me. The rest of us keep praying. Father God, I thank you for sending Jesus to die for me. I believe in my heart that he died for my sins. I believe in my heart he was raised for my justification according to your word. I confess him as Lord today. By your spirit I am born again. Thank you, Almighty God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I pray for you, people of God, today. May you know the things that God has packaged into you. May you know the things that pertain to your peace in the name of Jesus.
may the spirit of life in you be activated you will, you are not meant to be a victim and you will no longer be a victim for greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world go and conquer go possess the gates of your enemies in the name of jesus for as many of us that are here that you have brought your sacrifice within this week or you are bringing it today i pray for you in the name of jesus may the the the, the result of obedience the result of loving god be your portion in the name of jesus full benefits you receive even beyond your expectations in the name of jesus ride on prosperously by reason of this truth you have had today and go and conquer where you have been rejected they will call you back they will call you back they will call you back may the favor of the almighty rest upon you and all you do in jesus name amen please let me sit there briefly amen god bless you god bless you please i want to